So before you decided to have kids, did you chat about how you wanted to raise them? I don't know many parents who have actually sat down beforehand and talked about their parenting strategies or ideals. They tend to be more focused on the practical elements. Don't worry, me neither. Today, we're talking about how to parent from the same page when you've started on completely different chapters. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt. My husband comes from a very boisterous, large Italian family. I was raised in a quieter, more laid-back kind of Aussie household to very different backgrounds that has led to very different approaches to parenting, which can be challenging, particularly when it comes to things like discipline and how we talk to the kids. Rachel Tomlinson is a psychologist at Toward Wellbeing. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Now, before I had kids, I didn't even know what a parenting style was or how you would articulate your approach to parenting. So how many couples have those proper discussions so that they are parenting from the same page? I mean, does anyone actually start on the same page once they have children? Look, I'm sure there must be those very organized people who have considered these these things, but most parents are just so blown away by the practical implications of having a newborn and what kind of a cot are you going to have and where are they going to sleep and how are they going to sleep and, you know, have you got the right pram and all of those kinds of things. And I think because we so instinctively parent based on how we were parented, how we were raised and how we grew up, I think that it's something so innate that we don't necessarily overtly talk about those things. Mm. And I also think it's kind of too late by then, right? Because you fall in love with someone, we're assuming that you're in love with the person you're going to have children with, but you fall in love with a person. And I I think it's a real killer if you start the conversation out with, so do you believe in attachment parenting or do you think maybe the baby should sleep in another bed? Like, you know, no one's going to have that conversation. You don't, I mean, maybe some people are thinking about, you know, is this person good parent material? Do I like the way they are around kids? Maybe people have those sorts of thoughts, but not the nitty gritty stuff that you deal with once you have kids. So I kind of feel like it's so unlikely that you're going to be on a same on the same page thinking the same things by the time you've decided to have kids. I mean, if you find someone who is complementary to you and your personality, I'm not saying that you have to be the same person, but you can find something in, you know, in your partner that you have in common or maybe you have common values and, and, you know, ties that will bind you together, you know, even if you do have different ways of parenting. But no, I can't imagine a first date unless it's some new version of um, speed dating that I'm not aware of. <laughs> um, I've been with my husband for a very long time, so I'm not really sure what dating's like these days. <laughs> but maybe it's a new version of speed dating that we need to introduce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um so at what point of raising children 
does being on the same page become important? Like, can you get away with having different approaches to parenting whilst they're very small? Or does do differences start to, I guess, become a, a space of tension early on? They can absolutely rear themselves early on. So if it's, are we a cried out family or are we, you know, a more gentle approach to sleep times and bedtimes? You know, will the child stay in the bedroom or will they have their own bedroom, um, bottle fed versus breastfed? It, there's so many different conversations or different, you know, quirks that we each have that could be a potential minefield in you know in terms of like arguments and and conflict so it really can start quite young but what we do tend to notice is when discipline needs to start coming in so when a child starts to become more autonomous and they're sort of moving around independently and starting to get into shenanigans and a bit of trouble um, that's when we do find parents tend to notice if they're on the same page or not because they might have very different ideas about what is an appropriate boundary, what do rules look like, what do consequences and discipline look like in the family. And how would you recommend we approach that? Because I'm thinking particularly when they're small, life is very messy and a bit complicated in, in nuanced ways. You know, how, how do you suggest we actually have that conversation I think it's really important to start the conversation by reflecting on shared values because if you can break it back down to what is the core, like what is actually driving me to think that this is an issue or that this is a problem that we need to to solve or resolve. And if you have, you know, if you have a partner, you will most likely have some very similar values to each other. And so they might be portrayed in different ways or interpreted in different ways, but if you can bring it back to the core, that's going to be really important. And then also, what is the goal? What is the actual outcome? Because I think sometimes we get stuck on the, the minutiae, you know, the very small elements of the day. And sometimes if we just look at the big picture, it, it comes out in the wash. And I think the other thing is um, negotiating core rules or core um, expectations in a family and not having too many because if we have too many rules it's hard to be on the same page for everything. You mentioned there about um, you know really drilling down on what your common goals and values are and being clear about that not making them too many so that you've just got something quite simple that you can follow but I'm wondering how important is it that you know, we have a majority of similar parenting styles because I know that my husband and I, years after our children were born, are still quite different in how we approach parenting. And I think it used to bother me because I thought it was bad for the kids, but it seems to be working for us. Like we're not, it's not that we're necessarily fighting about different approaches. We might have difference of opinion, but our kids seem to be pretty happy and healthy and, and thriving, is this notion that we have to be on the same parenting page all the time or our kids will need intense therapy when they're older, is that a myth or is there some truth to it? Look, I think I think that a bit of both can be true. Um, my husband and I will 
have disagreements about how we're going to parent our child, we try to avoid having those conversations in front of her. But I think it's also worthwhile for children to see differences of opinions and how conflict is resolved in healthy ways. That is a very important skill for them to learn. Children are also more adaptive than we give them credit for sometimes. They're exposed to a huge variety of situations and events and other people. So they go to school and they know that there's different expectations. They might go to their grandparents and know there's different expectations. When they go to sporting clubs or homework clubs or visiting their friends' houses, they know that there are different expectations. So as long as they're not playing parents off against each other or that the parents don't back the other one up when someone's made a decision, then it's absolutely fine for parents to have differences in their opinions. I think it's just making sure that the really big ticket items, so things like respect, what does respect look like in our family? You know, what does honesty look like? What does, you know, affection or attention look like in our family? As long as those core things are similar, then of course people are unique and individual. If someone's listening now and they're feeling that their parenting styles are just clashing and that it's not a healthy relationship at the moment because of that, where would you advise they start? What's the first thing they should do? Absolutely take the conversation away from their children's hearing. Um, These kinds of conversations, if the clashes have become unhelpful um, or they're worried about it, it being toxic, absolutely make sure that the children aren't listening and pre-negotiate. So it could be even figuring out how important each particular parenting topic might be and seeing how you can negotiate, letting one win on one topic and one on the other. Or if neither of these ideas work, can we come up with a third option that we've come up together? But open and transparent conversation and negotiation and collaboration are going to be the only ways forward. And it can even help to have um, an impartial third party supporting you with those because we get when we talk about values and boundaries we can often get quite emotional or or quite heightened and very protective of them so we might sometimes need somebody else to help sort through and, and help us to really divine what is the priority and what is really important and by that third person you mean someone professional like a counselor Absolutely. Um, Family have always got their own agendas as to friends. Um, Nobody else is truly impartial. And that's not something that everybody needs. Um, But if you really, really can't get on the same page and you're concerned about the potential impact on your children, then it can absolutely be something to explore. Rachel, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. That's Rachel Tomlinson. She's a psychologist at Toward Wellbeing. And for more information about her work, check out the links in the notes of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love. If you did, please rate, review or favourite. That way you'll get all the new episodes. Plus, we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover email me at feedplaylove at listener.com. Bye for now.